What's going on, everybody? Nathan King here from the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Wanted to just remind everybody about one of our great sponsors here on the 24-7 Sports Network, and that is Homefield Apparel. What is Homefield Apparel? You guys, the premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that produces incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs like Auburn and all of their great logos and designs um, that they've had throughout their history. Homefield digs through the archives and history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. Obviously, one of their most popular collections is the Auburn collection now. Now over 20 pieces in total on their site, homefieldapparel.com. If you guys were anywhere on social media, you you were part of the Peacock movement. Um, if you're an Auburn fan of the Auburn basketball season, they've got a great Peacock shirt and Peacock hoodie that says Auburn Hoops. Easily my favorite design of theirs. Um, it's a great, great piece of uh, piece of work for an Auburn fan to pick up to commemorate this basketball season. You guys can still get 15% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com with the code Auburn Undercover. That's all caps, all one word. Auburn Undercover. Please go check it out. You guys love their product, have loved it for a really long time. If you guys have been anywhere in the world of college athletics in the past couple of years in terms of social media, like I talked about, they have been phenomenal. They've done a really good job of branding themselves and they back it up with a great product. And Auburn is one of their biggest sellers, like that new Peacock uh, jacket I was just telling you guys about. So be sure to go pick that up. Get 15% off your first purchase. Again, promo code, all caps, Auburn Undercover at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Here on the 24-7 Sports Network, my name is Nathan King. Don't know if you're listening to this one uh, second in terms of your uh, of your podcast for today. Obviously, we've, we're double dipping here with a couple new episodes. Uh, this morning, we had the Big Cat weekend chatter and uh, possible football commitments we were talking about. And then uh, we've got a pivot. We, we teased it a little bit on the other one. But we're going to pivot a little bit here to basketball because it's been an eventful last, I mean, 24 hours. And Aiden, Aiden Holloway was pretty much, was it Tuesday? So Aiden Holloway was uh, was Tuesday. Monday night. And Monday, uh, yeah. yeah, Mark's a, joined here by Mark Murphy, of course. Uh, not a bad cornerstone for the 2023 class. So Aiden Holloway is a high four-star point guard, um, really can play both guard spots. And Mark, we were just talking before we started about how how, how good his tape is. Um, really just sort of jumps off the page to you. And it's no surprise now because of the success Bruce Pearl has had with these kinds of players that you that you have a blueprint for guys like this. But to me, it just screams Bruce Pearl guard um, the way that he plays basketball. And so uh, a great start for them in the 2023 class. Yeah, I like his game a lot, Nathan. You know, he does a lot of things well, not just two or three. He's a really good ball handler. He's a creative passer. And one thing, excuse me, I really like is um, he's just, he's got, you can't really get too close to him. If you do, he'll blow right past you. But you also, you got to guard him closely because he's got this little nice fadeaway jump shot. And he can get that shot anytime he wants to. And uh, I'm impressed with him. Uh, He's a good passer. He likes to set his, teammates up and uh, to me just looks like a guy who's interested in winning basketball games and that's where I think the culture fit is with him and Bruce Pearl and Auburn Nathan yeah and really I mean you look at he was he was considering as kind of his plan to commit at Peach Jam in Augusta then then push things back a little bit but I mean he had some games there uh, at Peach Jam where 
you're talking about some of the best players in the country on the floor. He was he was on the floor with Bronny James at one point, um, and he absolutely held his own with anybody out there and looked like one of the best players um, on the court. Just how important is he for this 2023 class? Because if you're if you're thinking about it, these are the guys now that you know if things break the right way for Auburn this season, you could have a decent bit of guys no longer on this roster anymore. You know some newcomers. Um, you know the right way but at the if things work out the right way that'd be good for their season but at the same time things would probably get a little dicey in terms of roster management so I think you know 23 and 24 are those pivotal classes for you to you know when this roster flips over when when all the people who are here currently are no longer here it's going to be really important Um, and it seems like in terms of what you've got building moving forward I know they they could get a lot of they could get a lot of good players in this 23 class and Holloway could just be the start yeah you know Zeb Jasper is a graduate uh, student this year. So this is his last season and they've got to replace him at point guard. And uh, I think this is a really good addition talent wise, skill wise, and just, you know, temperament to handle that role. Zepp's a real good leader out there. And, uh, you know, he played really well in the exhibition game and played real well in his first season with Auburn. So let's see what kind of Pied Piper effect this uh, four-star commitment's going to have. Uh, He's working it, and uh, there's a lot of good talent out there, and Auburn's had some good players in for official visits. And, uh, you know, it's one of those deals. <clears throat> Nothing succeeds like success. And They see, you know, two first-round first draft picks. They see other guys playing well. Uh, they see, uh, you know, SEC championship. See lots of television time. So uh, Auburn's pretty hot right now in the college basketball world. And uh, Bruce Pearl is going to try to take advantage of it with this recruiting class. Yeah, if you've got Aiden Holloway here as the number 30 player in the class in the 24-7 composite directly behind him um, is a guy named Wesley Yates, another high four-star guard there at the off-guard position. Talking about a guy that maybe could be affected by this. They're supposedly um, pretty tight. So like you said, we'll we'll see the effects of this uh, moving forward. Now, normally, you talked about television time. Uh, normally Auburn's got some visitors in for big cat, but of course they couldn't do that because uh, they were leaving for Israel um, and they played their first game in their, uh, in their Israel foreign tour today on Tuesday against the uh, Israeli under 20 men's national team. Of course, this was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, we were talking about it earlier today and I was kind of asking you, you know, what, you know, what to expect from, from, from a game like this in early August. And then I remember when they went to Italy, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't televised. And so, um, this was something that was obviously, you know, really cool to see and you know, great recruiting tool for, for Auburn to just have this chunk, you know, to itself and have ESPN there with them. But in terms of what we actually watched on the court, took about three or four minutes for everybody to get loose and get rolling. And then it was, I mean, just completely overmatched. Uh, so Auburn wins today, uh, 117 to 56. Pretty much everybody got theirs, but the two leading scorers were your two new front court um, newcomers. The leading scorer overall uh, was Johan Treor. He had 20 points and eight boards. And then Janai Broom, he only missed one shot. He was eight and nine from the floor, nine rebounds um, and four blocks. And so um, pretty good game for them. But at the same time, it, for me, it, it might have been Chance Westry and Dylan Cardwell as the biggest standouts just because we didn't really know what to expect from them. But um, just your impressions of the game. Overall, you know, there were there were a lot of guys who did a lot of good things, but there were a couple who 
sort of stood above in this game against, you know, certainly overmatched competition, but it's still obviously great to be able to get some takeaways from these guys at, at such an early point of the year. I thought you know, Dylan Cardwell was in beast mode all night, and uh, he he was impressive. Uh, first college double-double. Um, he was very efficient. I liked his little jump hook he, he shot. He's been practicing that for the last couple of years. And, uh, boy, if he gets that down, that's a very tough shot to deal with. Uh, you know, one of the big questions this year is, you know, your place two first-round draft pick inside guys. And I thought the inside game was good. Now, let's be honest, this team wasn't as strong as what Auburn was expecting. Yeah. Apparently there were some military obligations and guys who normally play on that under-20 team weren't there. And they had to call up some guys from the under-18 team. So there was a few physical mismatches. But, uh, you know, Auburn had some older guys, but they're not all that much older. And uh, Auburn spent a lot of time in practice leading up to these games working on slowing down the Israeli, uh, you know, offenses by three-quarter court, full-court pressure and full-court pressure. And uh, I thought they did a pretty good job because, you know, the under-20 team took a lot of bad shots, particularly in the first and second quarters. Their shooting percentage was hard uh, at halftime, and uh, they started hitting some three-pointers in the second half. But by then, it was it was way over with. And uh, um, you know, I thought everybody played pretty well. Um, I was particularly impressed with Chance Westrick, but I've been impressed with him since the first time I saw him in practice, Nathan. Yeah, so he's a guy that you know we when talking to Bruce. First of all, it's Chance Westry is is so intriguing and, and kind of a hilarious situation because like not an afterthought, but like, you know, people were so excited about getting Trey Ori on the five star. And then you get Janai Broom. He's a, you know, he's a big front court pickup in the transfer portal that, I mean, I think Westry's like the number six recruit ever to come to Auburn. He's like the number 40 player overall in the class. And like you said, as soon as he hit the court, you could kind of see some of those flashes of talent. And we, you know, Bruce said, look, he's going to play the one, two and the three. The first time he checked into the game, he was running point for them. And so you got to see, um, his passing ability, just an absurdly quick first step. There wasn't anybody in that building and probably not many, but I don't know if anybody on Auburn's roster to be able to stay in front of him. Um, just the, the ability to kind of explode to the basket. I mean, he's what, six foot five, six, six, something like that. So the length in terms of the extension, once he gets to the rack, um, just looking at people kind of reacting to the game on Twitter today and, and people who are watching it. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, Obviously, he wasn't the biggest scorer of the game. He was the, the third leading scorer with, uh, let's see, 13 points, three assists, three steals, one rebound, and, and, a, and a turnover. So, um, yeah, but I, I think maybe he was the most impressive in terms of just immediately right off the bat. You know, he's a he's a complete newcomer in that in that wing kind of guard spot. Um, seems like he'll have a pretty good opportunity to contribute for them this season if if this you know first viewing is any any indication. You know, Broom played the most minutes of anybody. 19 minutes, 11 seconds, and, boy, I thought he was really good. Uh, he was a man on the boards, both offensively and defensively. And, uh, you know, I remember when he played against Auburn last uh, December at um, Neville Arena. I was very impressed with him, how he handled himself against Walker Kessler. And uh, I'm not surprised he played well. He's been working really hard on his game. He's been working on his mid-range shot. He didn't take any three-pointers, but he's been working on that because, you know, Bruce Pearl likes his big guys to be able to shoot outside, to, to open up space to let the guards penetrate. Um, another thing that stood out to me, Nathan, I thought Alan Flanagan um, 
played well. You know, he's definitely a lot quicker. It's something we've written about uh, this summer and even back in the spring. You know, he, he's a lot healthier than he was uh, when he came out uh, off, I guess it was like a week or so before Christmas. He played his first game last season after having the Achilles surgery. He was obviously limited as far as quickness, particularly his lateral quickness, but he looked more like his old self. And, uh, you know, he's a versatile guy. He could play the two and he could play the three. And in a pinch, he can play the point guard. But I don't think they're going to need him to play point guard this year. they got plenty of point guards. And uh, I thought all those guys played well. Uh, Trey Donaldson, one of the new guys, uh, 6'2", 190 freshman guard, who, um, you know, was recruited in football too. You know, he did some good things in his time in there. And uh, he's not going to back down from anybody, which is what Bruce Pearl's looking for from a true freshman. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so Flanagan obviously you know took advantage of that draft process and you know found out what he needed to work on through there. Um, the other half of that was was Dylan Cardwell, who went through you know ex- exclusively just because of the you know no risk high reward you know you know factor that the the NBA draft process is. Obviously, he wasn't a guy um, that was going to get drafted, but you know just like you said, his steady progression in terms of his offensive game, maybe he might be a guy now. Um, this season that sort of turns turns a corner on off it. He's just been so reliable as a rebounder and a boy is such an efficient shot blocker last year in terms of like per minute, you know, blocking shots in the SEC. Um, so yeah, it, it's not something they've needed him to do, but you talked about it today. The the post moves were there. I thought, you know, on on pick and rolls, he was really smooth getting to the basket. Um again, this is this is a lot lower level of competition. So you know, we'll talk about the rest of it now. Um, as I understand it, so now we've got the next game is Sunday, so it's a pretty pretty long break here um, until they play again. First up, it'll be the select All Star team, Israel, and then the, the the finale is against just straight up uh, the, the Israeli national team, where you might have a <laughs> you might have a current NBA player um, to go up against. So that 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 that'll probably be a pretty big challenge there on that last day. Yeah, the uh, they could easily get beat. In that game against the Israeli national team, which has played some really good teams well in international competition. I believe one of those was the United States Olympic team they played tough against. So, uh, uh, yeah, the competition level is going to probably go up. The select team is supposed to have um, pro players from Israel. Now, who's going to be playing at this particular time in the middle of summer for the uh, select team? That's hard to say. How organized they're going to be. As an all-star team, it's difficult to know for sure. But uh, um, I do think it's probably going to be a, m- a more talented opponent than they played in game one against the, the under-20 team. And uh, But still, there are a lot of things to like, Nathan. And, uh, you know, one of the things, it's kind of a crazy stat, is uh, Dylan Carwell averaged almost a rebound per minute on the court. He was out there for 16 minutes. He had 14 rebounds. He also had 12 points. And uh, – um, that's a guy who needed something like that 
for his basketball confidence. Confidence in life is not a problem for Dylan. Confidence in basketball uh, is a big deal. Yeah, he said after classic Dylan after the game said, yeah, thanks to everybody for missing all those shots so that I could <laughs> I could grab those rebounds. Yeah, it, it's, you know, the the identity of Bruce Pearl's teams over the years, just one of you know several parts of their identities. Um, it's just the ability to play loose year in and year out. And um, you know, it, that's not something that develops over the course of the year. Of course, it gets better. Um, it's just kind of some sort of something that's bred in the program, because here you are in August where, you know, this team's only been together. You know, not too long, uh, but you had, I mean, I think they were up 37 at the time when, when Chris Moore and Katie Johnson were going crazy over a, a ball that got knocked out of bounds, not a steal, but Chris Moore jumping in front of it and knocking it out of bounds and Katie Johnson went nuts. Um, Dylan had like a putback slam when they were up 40 and just went crazy and turned toward the crowd. So um, if, again, if this one showing is any indication, the emotion and the passion that, that Bruce Pearl seems have, have, grown to play with here at Auburn are, are, are not going to be changing um, this season. One last thing, Mark, I want to talk about was uh, just something I was talking about with somebody earlier today as we just sort of talk about this team in general. Um, it is interesting to me that it seems like for the first time in a while, I don't know if you exactly have a true proven alpha on this team. And I, I just wonder what that might mean for this team. Um, whether it's a good thing, everybody just kind of jockeying for position, trying to take up that top spot, because of course, you had Jabari Smith um, last season. Yeah, before that, maybe you had a toss-up. Alan Flanagan sort of emerged as that guy, and certainly when Sharif Cooper was on the floor, he was he was the floor general. Um, but before that, Isaac Okoro. Before that, it was Jared Harper running the offense. And so it is really interesting to me. You know, I think Janai Broom could could end up being like the best player on this team. But the fact that this might be more of an overall team offense as opposed to what they've had in in the past couple seasons. And maybe we might see more of that as we continue watching these games in Israel. Yeah. They can easily go 12 deep with good players. And, uh, you know, Bruce Pearl has a history of, of using his bench a great deal. And you're right. This might not be a team that has one guy who, you know, is averaging 15 or 16 points a game, but I mean, there's guys that could be that guy. Wendell green could certainly be that guy. And I agree with you about, uh, Janai broom could be that guy. And, um, uh, if Alan Flanagan continues to improve as a senior, you know, he's got the potential to be that guy. You know, it was a preseason all SCC guy last year, uh, going by from the league's coaches uh, before he got hurt. So, you know, obviously they think a lot of him and he's a guy the pros have been certainly keeping an eye on and a player that really improved during his time at Auburn until he got hurt. And one other thing I want to, you know, just mention too, I think it's, it's, Interesting. I've covered Auburn a while, and I never thought I would see an exhibition basketball game in the middle of the summer being carried on a national sports channel television network. And uh, that's Bruce Pearl, you know, working that angle and marketing it. And there's not a lot of really good stuff on TV right now. Um, and, so, and he convinced the network to go ahead and show this thing live. And so he's going to get three games of free publicity from Israel and uh, they're doing it upright. And if you notice the center court, he had Auburn colors, <laughs> Auburn logo on it. So, you know, he doesn't miss a whole lot of op uh, chances to, uh, uh, to sell Auburn and uh, Auburn basketball in particular. Yeah. Nothing is by accident here. Um, and, and, and Jason was talking about that when we were just on the previous podcast that pretty much that, I mean, the whole halftime show was like an entire 
Auburn recruiting pitch, basically saying, "Hey, you know, look how look, you know look what the kinds of things you'll get to do on a on this team." Oh, and by the way, you know they produce you know top five overall picks and 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 win SEC championships. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. I was kind of you know kind of taking the pulse of everybody else, and it seemed like there were a lot of people not Auburn fans, just because, like you said, there's not much on TV um, right now in terms of you know college you know not college baseball but professional baseball is probably um you know chief among that and so you know if you're if you're a basketball person you're you're tuning in and watching because auburn has made itself into a brand over the past uh past several seasons under bruce and so uh so the next game will be on sunday um it's easy to remember because they are all at noon central time and they're all on sec network so uh, the next game again against the select all-star team in israel um is on sunday so that'll do it for us today thank you guys so much for listening if you guys enjoyed this episode please go leave us a five-star review that is the number one thing that helps us out we will of course uh, we're about to get into fall camp which is going to be crazy we'll have all kinds of coverage from that we'll be um, podcasting from that all of our observations and whatnot and then of course me and mark will hop back on here after that next game on sunday and then the one last game against the national team when they close things out so uh, thank you guys so much for listening thank you everybody um everybody enjoy the rest of the week and we will talk to y'all later.